Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today, and we have got a great show in store. By the way, as January is winding down, we're going to kick up a new month of Let's Read the Gospels on the Let's Read the Gospels podcast and the guidebook, the Let's Read the Gospels guidebook, the February pages just came out yesterday. You can go to AnnieFDowns.com slash gospels to get those. If you pay for it today, you will get January and February and the rest of the year. It's a great thing to go alongside listening to Let's Read the Gospels. This month, we have some thoughts from me some journaling questions, a word find, because I thought that'd be really fun, a book recommendation. We just have a couple, I think there's six or seven pages for you to download. So go grab that, anniefdowns.com slash gospels, and let's get ready to start together in February. You can also get the February reading plan there, and that's included in the Let's Read the Gospels guidebook. So hey, here in the dreary, chilly winter months, my Enneagram 7 heart starts dreaming of warm summer days and all the fun to be had when the weather's gorgeous. Y'all know this is true of me. I have some of the most fun and formative experiences of my life from summer camp growing up, which is why I love to get to partner with Pine Cove Camps. Pine Cove's college summer staff are amazing Christian role models you'll definitely want your kids to be around. Pine Cove's counselors don't just watch the campers from afar to make sure everyone's staying safe, but they actually invest in the spiritual and personal growth of each child. As a parent or an Annie in your kids' lives, you might be wondering how Pine Cove vets and hires and trains their college staff. There is information on the website at pinecove.com slash summer dash camps slash staff. Pine Cove Camps offers a safe place of belonging and community. It's a safe environment where campers often say they felt free to be themselves without judgment for the first time. Isn't that beautiful? Campers build true in-person community and a shared foundation of gospel truth. Pine Cove Camps is a Christ-centered, other-focused, and seriously fun camp. Summer after summer, every kid who goes will not only hear the gospel, they will see it lived out all around them through the staff and the intentional camp activities. Like I said, they are bringing Christ-centered, others-focused, and seriously fun counselors and activities to their new overnight youth camp in Georgia. Let's go, Georgia, serving third through ninth graders. So start a new summer tradition for your child at Pine Cove Springs this summer. Check out pinecove.com slash springs and use the code TSF250 for $250 off a first-time overnight youth camp registration. Again, that's pinecove.com slash springs and use the code TSF250 for $250. $150 off. Wowie zowie. Y'all, today on the show, I get to talk with our friend who y'all adore, Micah Tyler. We got to know him when he joined us on the That Sounds Fun tour, and immediately we knew we'd be friends for life. He's a songwriter, a recording artist, a hilarious storyteller, and now an author. His first book, Walking Free, Small Steps to a Big God, released this week. Inspired by his brother's three-time battle with cancer, Walking Free is a beautiful guide for taking steps in our journeys with God and remembering that He's always with us. I think this one is really going to matter to a lot of us, which is why I wrote the foreword, and that's why I'm so excited to share this one with you. So here's my conversation with one of our most requested returns. 
return guest, Micah Tyler. Micah, Tyler, welcome back to That Sounds Fun. Welcome back. Well, welcome back because your live show to this minute, I think, is the one we hear the most about of all the live shows. For real? I would never lie to you. I I wrote it down to say to you. People lost their minds over your story and you being live with us in Columbus, I think. Columbus, Ohio, yeah. 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 I mean, isn't that's that wild? wild? Yes. That's completely wild. It's amazing. I mean, I was just excited to come. I figured like the second time guests, I get like a brooch or something. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how that works. What? We're just like Saturday Night Live. You get a green jacket at five. <laughs> that's right. So just, you, just, just you just hang on. Increments. It's like maybe I get like a Timex or like a, an off-brand Timex watch. That's exactly for like right. Like a third appearance. Just, but eventually right. the smoking jacket's coming. That's right. There is rewards. There is no, rewards a, for you showing back up. Isn't that cool? I got, I tell you, it was was crazy because I got to, I played a show in Columbus. My headlining tour went through there like yeah. two months later, and there were so many. I almost called your fans downers, but that doesn't sound. <laughs> we as call positive. them uh, fannies a lot, but that doesn't okay. always work either. Or fanatics, it, yeah. Oh, with a, with a, or fun, yeah. No, we I was mostly call fanatics them with a U, Yeah, but, we yeah. mostly call them friends. That's great. So. no, but there were so many friends that showed up. Oh, and like, I'm so which, glad. So it was, it was like that. But and we've had Isn't people message and like talk about the pod and stuff like that. But that's that's crazy. I didn't know it was. You guys are heard that much about it. Oh, so much. It's one of my favorite things when my friends become friends with my friends. Like that's yeah, kind yeah. of like in my personal life, people know that, that I love that if you meet someone else that I know out on the road and you're like, oh my gosh, Annie, did you know? And I, oh, my friends are friends with my friends. Right. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And so when it happens with our friends on the other side of the podcast, becoming friends with you, that's like. That's why we do this. We just bridge people to better people than me. If they stop at me, what a loss, right? Like, well, <laughs> we bridge them on. We bridge them on. Okay, when we started, we were talking about podcasts we listen to on the way to the airport. Yeah. I have real thoughts about this. I need you to tell me what kind of stuff are you listening to? Okay, what are so, your pods? Well, I'm a sports fanatic. And so I've, I've, I've got a couple of sports podcasts that I listen to yes. on, on, on the way to the airport. Typically, Is there a sport? Is there a particular... Uh, no, I, I, here's sports. the deal. I'm all, all sports. I will say, and I know this is not going to jive between you and I as well, yeah. but I, I am the least versed on soccer. Right. I'm kind of one of those World Cup. It'll kind of come up. I, I yeah. learn things about that kind of stuff, but yes. typically like football, baseball, basketball, that kind yeah. of thing. So like, and like my, my oldest is a big basketball nut right now. Okay. And so me and Noah, like that's kind of, we, so I, I love, I love getting like back into like really learning stats because like that, that's what he's into right now. So it's a way for us to be able to connect and talk yeah. about things. All the kids play basketball basketball so it's like it's just fun for us to kind of like that's a that's a that's a way for me to turn my brain off it's not music it's not creative it's just it's just entertainment so i that's a big one for me that i like to houston rockets uh, like the rockets houston astros uh and then dallas cowboys can't do the texans not okay that they were the oilers we gave them to y'all yeah you that's guys right took them over they became here, the titans and then, and then what we're, my dad so my dad was a military military brat growing up yeah and so i firmly believe that whatever your favorite things are when you're 10 that's cemented. Your whole life. It's, it's your favorite from now on. I think on. you're right. So, so my dad. That's so interesting. Because so my dad was was a military brat, so he, moved yeah. a, so he didn't have a hometown team. Yeah. So when he was ten, his favorite teams were just the most popular teams. So Cowboys. he is a Dallas Cowboys fan, yeah. a Cincinnati Reds fan, and a wow. Boston Celtics fan. Wow, that's fascinating. So, so it, but but that's because like those are just. No matter where you went, they were always you on could TV. Always yeah, because Larry Bird probably, right? That's, that's right. Right. Yeah. She's right in the middle of all of it. So. Okay. So what is your basketball team then? Is it is it Houston? I, yeah. Cause I, I think the Rockets I follow, but like I just, I love just like, all I just love the game. Yeah. Have you fun. gotten on Josh Baldwin and Mac Brock's podcast yet? They no. have a sports podcast. No. Good at sports. It's. N- Hysterical because it's you guys, it's worship leaders talking about sports. Well, it's such a good show. That'll be on the way home I am tonight. Si- yes, I am sending them a text <laughs> today to be like, get Micah on there because it is such a good show. And it oh, is so great. fun. Okay, so basketball is my least, it's the one I know the least about. Also, you start at zero points and you end in the hundreds. Right. That is a, I feel very not invested in the first 70. Yeah, because you're in the opposite direction. Yeah, because I'm soccer, may just I'm like, be like zero, a, zero, what a beautiful thing we just watched. <laughs> sure. And y'all are like, yeah. what? That right. was horrible. No, I'd like for my sweat droplets to match the points on the board. That's what I would <laughs> like to it, see. That's it. But I'll tell you, as an Annie, we are entering into what I call the uh, the blackout zone for me. Okay. Because football's done, baseball's done, soccer's done. Right. Basketball, y'all are living your dreams. It's but all But now happening. I'm just looking to April 1 right. for opening day that's for right. baseball. Because you're an Atlanta fan, right? Big Atlanta fan. And see, you, yeah. you, you're a... Like the Braves in the 90s were just crazy. 10 years old. That's why I'm telling you, I'm like, if I like a basketball team, it's the Hawks. 
Because I grew up in Atlanta, Dominique we went Wilkins to get was, Dominique Wilkins, Spud, Spud, Spud Webb. Webb. That's yeah. right. Yeah, all That's of them. Right. So I, I, I totally, I told, we didn't have a whole lot of, t- I live in Buna, Texas. Yeah. And so the whole world is just yes. TV for me because I don't have, there's nothing I'm yeah. seeing in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so sport, when we got ESPN when I was like nine, yeah. it was over. I remember when I was in third grade, they, we had to fill out the three things you wanted to be when you grew up. Yeah. And I put ESPN broadcaster, yeah. comedian, and then I remember putting singer on there. And then I, I third grade, I felt shame. And I erased it. I was, I was like, you can't be a singer from Buna, Texas. And oh, I erased it. Third grade. Gosh. And I think I put like paper mill worker because where my dad works. Yeah. And so like, because when you- They when smell so bad. He just oh, lives in that? It's nine, nine. I mean, my dad says it smells like money. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, that's fair. So that's, that's nine miles from where I live. So okay. Evendale, Texas, a little town next to us, is my dad's been driving the nine mile trip to there for forty one years now. Wow! Um, and so, which is so crazy. What because, does he do in there? What do they make? I mean, so they make papers. Make he, papers. Does mm-hmm. he stand? Does he's, he have a certain he's, place? He's he on the machi- Oh, he's worked his way up from pushing a broom all the way now. He he basically sits behind a machine and like makes sure the gauges are up there. But like he's he's in there working. Like he's he's doing a job. I love it. But it's but it's so funny because like like. It's the opposite for me because yeah. I'm 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 living out something that I always dreamed of being able to do. And for the yeah. longest time, I kept thinking like, like I had this like I felt sorry for my dad in a weird yeah. way because I'm going like he just goes to this job whatever. But then I realized, like as much as I wanted to be a musician and like my dad wanted to be a dad, so uh-huh. like for him the the way to do that is to go make paper. Wow. So that he can be at all the t-ball games, so that he yeah. can coach us in the sports, so that he can be there at the recitals, because yeah. the shift work was able to work out for him. Yeah. So he's never wanted to make paper, but he just wanted to be able to have a family. Yeah. Okay? And, and like I think for him traveling so much growing up, putting the roots in deep and just yeah. making paper, he's great with it. He can I mean, turn it all on. Is there something? Is there something? I would love. Well, we're gonna beep him in here, like on. Um, <laughs> Like on that show from the 50s, what is it, where I Dream of Jeannie, where oh, yeah. she just blinked and people yeah. showed up. Because I wonder if he has thought about that you now have a book out that is made of paper. Like what <laughs> if cool. he made the paper <laughs> and you wrote a book on it? He's. I, I think they do a – the. Uh, you know what, though? May, or, or at least maybe some of the sawdust went both directions. Right, right. <laughs> he's, he's slinging something, making a paper plate over here, That's and then right. somehow the the same. Does he make paper plate? Does he work at like Dixie? No, no, no. It's like I, it's Mead West Vaco. I like Mead paper, like they do yeah. some of it, but it's more like I don't know. They, they do more like commercial stuff. He made I, the paper that your book is on. I, Fine. I, I, let's just. Go I've ahead written and... the press release. <laughs> That's good. Father yeah. and son work together a over a forty-year journey. Circle. We both hate treats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can also get the ebook or the audiobook, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. Man, that is really cool that yeah. he, I, I, where I used to teach school, a lot of the parents worked at a Toyota factory. And I learned so much about shift work and about how important, how much their community cares for each other, yeah. how, how they take so serious the job they do because what they build, how they build depends on my safety as a passenger or a driver in my Toyota. Yeah. And I, I have so much respect for well, that line of work, the shift work people. It's, Southeast Texas is like crazy refinery. So like yeah. everything over there, and they, they make a ton of gas and oil. Like, like whenever, I remember whenever September 11th happened, yeah. they listed like the top 10 areas that are like under like watch right now, like if, if a war were to break out or whatever. Yeah. And we were one of them because they, they put out so much fuel in our area. And I'm going like, why are we on the map? But when you graduate from Buna High School, yeah. you either go get a job at a refinery or a mill or a plant, or you go to college so you can get a better job at a refinery or a mill mm-hmm. or a plant. Mm-hmm. So with me, take, I w- did youth ministry right out of high school and was going to college and dropped out of college to do ministry full time and then doing do the music thing. I mean, I, I am a unicorn over there. Like it's... Which is which is both wonderful because no one knows what I do for a living, and yeah. so like it's it's super laid back and casual. But also it's hard because like yeah. no one knows what I do for a living, yeah. so there's no like I know how you feel, you know, yeah. going through these things or whatever. But at the same time, it's just like, but yeah, it's, it was. I remember in third grade erasing that singer because wild. I was like, you can't do that. Yeah, nobody can do that. You don't do that here. Yeah. So, wow, that is incredible. Yeah. Okay, the reason we even brought up the podcast. Yeah. Let's circle back. Yeah. We're so you listen to sports, but. This show is not on our network, but I got to tell you about it. Have you heard of Blurry Creatures? Blurry Creatures? It is two Christian guys who are doing an entire podcast on Bigfoot and aliens (sighs) and demon-y stuff and angel-y stuff and the Nephilim from Genesis 6. Dude, if you've got a – because you were saying you have a two-hour drive to the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when sports run out on you, which they don't, but on a day – Every once in a while, I get a Leviathan-sized hole in my That's heart. That's what I'm I saying. That is what I'm saying. I've got the show for you. <laughs> and one of the hosts is Luke Rogers that is a sports guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm just I'm, telling you. I, when this is over with, I'll be putting them in the I'm phone. I'm going to text you. I'm going to text you that episode. See, I, I, mean, I, I go so from good. true crime to yeah. you know, I, to sports. And like I just kind of bounce. I, I kind of try to keep it because I'm driving two hours. So you got to yes. like just make sure that you can stay within the lines and also yeah. keep your brain engaged in some yes. kind of way. So we're mixing things so up, audio books, that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, you so. need some yeah. blurry creatures. Okay. All right. Um, did you record the audio book for Walking Free? I did. What was that like? Is it weird to go and talk into a microphone versus singing? Okay. So... Talking is not as hard for me as much as it is just I just I I really I really wish that I would have read more growing up. Oh my gosh, because, I was like, is he about to say he cannot read? Oh, well, I mean, just the big words. Um, but but no, I, but I remember because the thing is, if you're reading to yourself and yeah. you mess up, you just keep going. Yeah. If you're reading out loud and you mess up, you don't have to. But like with an audiobook, every line has to be like you know pretty art- close articulated. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like I've worked on this a lot. Like my yeah. my diction is crisp compared to Southeast Texas, uh-huh. but it's still not great. And I talk too fast uh-huh. and I mumble sometimes. So it just really makes for a, a, a not necessarily the best audiobook experiences yeah. when, if I'm just like running through it. But we spent like 12 hours taking our time. And like by the second day, it felt so much more comfortable. But like you have a room of six people and you're just reading to them. You're just reading. And I'm going like, this is not you like. You had six people there? I've never had more than a person. I wish it was just. The second day was a person and it felt so much better. But it was the first day. So they were trying <laughs> to like, encourage. Does he, can he do this? Everybody, <laughs> can y'all just all come over? We're all going to Lay hands watch. on this thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think they were trying to be encouraging. Like, we're all here for you. And I was like, I wish you would be there for me. Yeah. Like over yeah. there for me because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. this is making me very nervous. <laughs> So, <laughs> I I think audiobooks are such a great experience, oh. and with the way you've set up Walking Free, I think for our friends who don't have eyesight or don't love reading or yeah. reading is challenging, audiobooks are such a beautiful way that we can still give the work we put our hands to yeah. to people that of all sorts of different needs, and yeah, I yeah. love it. Well, and I'm, when the author reads it, oh it, yeah, and they, the they let me kind of punch in some things and yeah, like yeah. talk about little things here and there. So it, it feels like a pretty unique experience away from the book but also like is real hand in hand so yeah. like we're hoping that some people just do the audiobook some people just do the book or somebody wants to go through the whole thing like together because for listen, me like yeah. I'm driving two hours so yeah. that's a great time for me to plug something in yep. and listen for the 12 minutes it takes to get through the chapter that day and yeah. like be ready to go for the next thing so, that's right yeah because yeah. it is a daily you do the outline tell me the outline of walking free it is a da- well let me say to everyone I wrote the foreword so I for you sure did. read this book oh, and I loved and you, it but so will good. you just talk through the outline of how you set the book up because I think it's so Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so when it comes to our walk with Jesus, I, I look at it as you know, it a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, right? But that first step is so hard sometimes because mm-hmm. we have to really because there's a lot. It's kind of like reading an audio book. Like you got to make sure everything is just where it's supposed to be. And so, when God calls us to something, there's only one direction that we should be going. That's towards Him. We are mm-hmm. to run the race, set our eyes on the thing that is before us. And so, yeah. the way we wanted to set this thing up was every day is a step. So it's like it's a step away from something to something, a step away from our fears into a a faith that is that is walking towards something better, a step away from control into just like the comfort of knowing that he's in control. Mm -hmm. So so for the six days at a time, you do six steps. Every day is a step. And on the seventh day, we retrace our steps. We go back over and say, okay, let's look back. What was hard? What was what was easy for you? Because the the truth is, and this is what's crazy about the walk that we have with Jesus as a as a community of believers somebody's step could feel like the easiest, breeziest thing. It's something they'd learned a long time ago. And it's like, okay, just one little step here. That's that's no big deal. But then some people, it feels like they have a two-ton brick attached to their feet. And that step is so important and so grueling. And so I was like, what is a way? And this is not me standing on the end of the finish line being like, all right, here's how I ran my steps here. You come along. It's it's something that I'm trying to walk alongside of as yeah. well. And uh, the way I looked at it as if like if I told you that if, if you took 42 steps in this direction, then you would find all the joy in the world and you'd be right where you want to be. And this yeah. is right where you'd go. 42 steps is it like Done. just here to here. Yeah. But if I told you it was a tightrope and it's raining and it's on the other side of the Grand Canyon with no net. All of a sudden, that distance feels so much farther away. It's still right. 42 steps, right. but it's a long way away. So it's like, I I feel like this is one of those books that I, I really hope that people do shoulder to shoulder with somebody yeah. else. And it's like, hey, listen, I need you to help me some days. Yeah. And and the book talks about, like, there's going to be days where we stumble. Like, those yeah. steps are going to be like, well, but the, the, the thing is, we don't stay there yeah. because we have Jesus who is who is walking alongside. He is filling us. He is surrounding us. He is over us. And he is firm beneath our feet. Yeah. Like he is right there in this yeah. whole thing. And so I, I just try to go through and say like, hey, 
if we could take 42 things yeah. that would that would point us in a direction to run this race together. Yeah. Like, how can we do this as a community? And yeah. so, like I said, we just jumped in there and just said, like, let's let's let's, let's take our steps. Let's trace our steps and let's uh, let's run this thing down. John Mark Comer talks about that some of our spiritual disciplines are downstream for us and some are upstream. Uh. Right. And yes. so it is if fasting is downstream for you and that's an easy thing for you to jump in and you can fast and pray and fine, but but maybe community is upstream for you. Absolutely. And so of those forty two steps, it is gonna feel so natural that some of them are like breezy. Right. It's what we always find with our hundred day things, like with Chase the Fine Hundred Days to Brave is some people go, Day ninety four changed my life and the other person's like, Day ninety four? Why do we use that page? Right. I feel like you wasted my day. And you're like, Yeah. Some are downstream and some are upstream. Yeah. Absolutely. And and, and I, like really it's I'm going to try and build a community with this. Where yeah. like we're going to all start at one point. Like we're thinking like March or something. Where okay, it's like, good. Hey, yeah. How can we keep up with that? Yeah. Where y'all just I, say I'll it be, on I'll socials? Be, yeah. All the socials okay, will be talking good. about it. But I'm like, hey, let's do a, a weekly meetup. Like if it's a everybody log into this thing or let's do a Facebook Live or whatever. And it's like, hey, can let's just, let's just, let's just get some encouragement for our yes. steps here and like try to build some community. So, yes. you know, uh, the song itself has really, t- uh, the music video we made for it uh, involves some of my, my favorite ministry in the whole country. It's a ministry called Ground 40 over in North Carolina. Yeah. It's a guy named Wesley who was arrested 87 times wow. for drugs, for – he had just a, a really, really rough, rough life leading. Um, lost his dad to overdose right next to him in the passenger seat of a car. Mm-hmm. Like just had a horrific Gosh. life. And on his 87th time, a chaplain just sits beside him and just goes, you got to be tired. Wow. you got to be tired. You just keep running in the wrong direction. Yeah. And so we involved him in the, the ministry he has now is he's bringing these guys and it's just, it's full blown reconciliation. Yeah. Walk alongside of these people. So that music video has really turned, that music video has been used a ton in prison ministries and in um, uh, different rehabilitation ministries yeah. and like, uh, like drug reconciliation, like reconciliation things. But also we're hoping that like, you know, for the, for the mom who just kind of just needs to go, okay. Every day, let me let me take fifteen minutes yeah. to reset and yeah. like make good steps yeah. today. Like that's what we're trying to just like. So we're trying to make it big, big table, yeah, big big, big giant yeah. table for everybody to come up to and like hopefully take some steps together. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find that nonprofit? Uh, they booked me for an event, and so I went. Yeah. So I, and they were super kind. I got there, and they gave me like a, a backpack and a jacket, and they're talking about how excited they were to be there. And they said, "Hey, it's a graduation service for us." I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Because I'd sign. You know, sometimes they send you a contract. You know how it is. Yes. The route works. The offer comes in, and they're like, "It's a graduation. It's a. It's a. It's this reconciliation ministry." Blah blah blah. And I and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds sounds you're great. Like, great. That's in twelve months. Right. I'm and not I, thinking I, about I, it. Yes, I'll happily go. So the yes. truth be told, I was I was coming off of like four dates leading up to that day, and yeah. I was. Exhausted. I walk in. They couldn't have been nicer. Wesley meets me there and walks me back to this back room. He goes, hey, listen, we just need you at 8 o'clock. We're going to start at 7, and we're going to be doing our graduation, our baptisms. And I was like, okay, is this for babies or seniors? Like, I don't know <laughs> yeah, who we're talking yeah, yeah. about here. And he just said, he said, well, this is going to be for um, – Actually, these are guys who've graduated the program, and some have like accepted Jesus while they're here, and they're going to be baptized tonight. Wow! And I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." He said, I, "He said, but listen, just stay back here if you want to. You can sneak in if you want to. Whatever, just no big deal. We'll come get you at eight o'clock." I said, "Cool." So I'm sitting in the back, and at seven o five, I just start hearing the most thunderous, joy filled cries, like just amazing, wow. beautiful things. And I sneak in. The, I was like, "I got to go see." I got to see it. Yeah, so I do I got, that too. If I, I hear something from the green room, I'm like, "I got to see what this is." Annie. They start baptizing these men. Okay? Yeah. Men. These are, these are 30, 40, 50-year-old men. Yeah. And when they come out of the water, I'm looking at their families, and all their hopes are coming true in front of them. Yeah. And they're just weeping. These are Their, their children are yeah. there who, yeah. who have not had this dad in their life. And all of a sudden now, Jesus has restored that. Yeah. And they're just – and so I find myself – I am just a mess. That's why I don't yes. wear mascara to shows yeah. to this day. Uh, but no, I was I like, I, I'm, just, I'm just completely erect. And so then they invite me to go sing. Yeah, <laughs> you're walk, like, not on. I just walk up. I said, yeah. I said I'm just going to be honest. I will not do anything better than what you just saw. <laughs> like there's, n- I have, I don't know why I'm here, it, but I'll, I'll sing songs if you want me to. But yeah. like for real, this is, this is the gospel being lived out in front yes. of you. And so yes. I've just been so attached to those guys now for 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 three years yeah. now. And so yeah, it's, but yeah, so so Wes actually he he helped write a, uh, his yeah. testimony in the book. Yeah. And so and so yeah, I was I was it was a it's it's fun getting to kind of walk alongside of him too as he's. Like and so because of the music video, because of the song, because of the book, now um, they're they're like max capacity right now, yeah. and they're just changing. Wow. It's, it's such an incredible thing. So ground forty people love them a lot. Isn't that awesome? That when I, it's one of my favorite things. It's the bridging conversation we already had of like, I love when I say to someone listening on the other side of this, or someone at a live show, or through a book of going like, here's something you'll really love, and then they go and. And, and I'm right. I yeah. like what I'm right yes. about yeah, that, sure. right? Yeah. And so I just love that people 
our love in Ground 40 because yeah. you introduced us to him. I mean, yeah. that is so cool. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Pros. Most of you have probably heard me sing the praises of Pros, the world's most personalized hair care. Switching to a custom routine from Pros was one of the best things I've done for my hair, and the results I'm seeing just keep getting better. My hair is shinier and thicker and more manageable than it's ever been, and I credit my Pros shampoo and conditioner, and Carrie, who cuts my hair. They took my answers to their in-depth hair quiz. We love a quiz around here, and created a unique formula from my answers just for me. That's how I got started and that's how you can too. Join the over 1 million people who've gotten custom consultations on everything from the climate where you live, the issues you have with your hair, your hair type, your texture, your eating habits. They analyze 85 personal factors and then handpick clean ingredients to get you closer to your hair goals with every wash. I love the review and refine tool which let me tweak my formulas for any reason in case I change up my address or my hair color or even my diet. Pros wants us to have the formula dialed in, and I appreciate that a ton. As a carbon-neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon-neutral. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care that you've ever had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your your first order today. Just go to pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. And remember all the links to our sponsors, to our newsletter, the AFD Weekend Review, our book of the month, the transcript of the show, tickets for tour, all are available in our show notes. So be sure to check those out. Just trying to make things a little easier for you where we can. And now back to our conversation with our dude, Micah Tyler. Why 42 days? I mean, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. It, it just kind of, it, it felt like six weeks, six weeks. Yeah. It, and, and, and that's a big commitment to do something for 42 days in a row is, yeah. is a real, that's hard to do. Like I'm in the middle of like, I've been losing weight now where we kind of got back on a real hard diet. That was the new year's resolution was like, we were looking at the word. It was healthy. Yeah. Every, and so it's like mentally for healthy or 23? for 22, Okay. mentally healthy, spiritually healthy and physically healthy. Yeah. Like we want to make sure our hearts were in good shape. Who's our, you and your family? Me, me and my wife. Okay. And so it was kind of our thing. And so, yeah. so just this, this, since, uh, since June, I'm down like I think 72 pounds. So like, Since we saw you in this, yeah, in- I probably put on a little bit after I saw you in April. But yeah, I'm down like, uh, yeah, wow. So I'm down like 72. She she's down like uh, I think 55 maybe, and then and then but like for our I, I, 10 years ago I started losing weight, and so I'm down like 120 as of this morning. Oh my gosh! And then she's down like 85. And so like Holy yeah, cow. so we're just trying. But 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 again, it's like we're we're literally just trying to say like Lord. Body's a temple, trying to take care of herself, yeah. that whole thing. And yeah. like really try to, because you know, I got my, my son is a junior in high school this year, yeah. my oldest is. And so like I got to make sure that he he's getting to the point where he can he can contend in basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just got to make sure that I can hold my supremacy for a little bit yes, longer at least. Yes, yes, so yes. More, it's probably all built on pride, yeah. but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so here we are in January and there are so many friends of ours listening who thought or who have decided this year, I do want to be more physically healthy. Yeah. Is weight on the scale the number one thing? Is how you feel the number one thing? Is what closure? Like, how did you know this is a win for me? Was it, did you get to a certain number or was it day one when you were like, oh, I'm different today? So, so... What's crazy is it's kind of the opposite. So so the day that I stepped on the scale and I lost 100 pounds, in my mind, I really thought to myself, I'm going to be valued more. Mm. And, like, the Lord's going to be so proud of me in that uh-huh. moment. Like, like I, I'm really – and, like, I would be more valuable. Yes. And, and all of a sudden, I just realized, I was like, no, man, God loved that guy 100 pounds ago just as much as me today. For sure. And he's a lot just, of people did too. Yeah, sure. And he's just as forming. And, he, <laughs> yeah. and, and there's just as much value to my heart and my life yeah. and everything else. And so it was it was weird because I kind of expected for like a dove to land on my shoulder and yeah. <laughs> say, well done. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like that. It was just kind of like, it just it, it was more of a, the security of going like, no, I've loved you the whole time. Yeah. Like you, it's, so, so we celebrate those numbers. That's yeah. awesome to be yeah. able to do that. I do. Yeah. I'm not like... When I get through tying my shoe, I'm like I just got through jumping rope in the attic or something. <laughs> so like I feel better and everything. But at the same time, right. it's 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 been a it's been such a a, a a good thing from my heart. Yeah, you know, like 
And listen, wherever you're at right now, so like if somebody's listening, they're trying to put all these like goals in place. Like this year, I'm going to do all this. And I'm going to. Yeah. That's why we didn't say the goal is to lose X amount of pounds. Or the goal is to do such and. It's just going healthy. Like yeah. let's just say, like every day, let's take a step towards yeah. being healthy. Whatever yeah. that is for our hearts, for our minds, for our bodies, yeah. the whole thing. So. My friend Jenna Kutcher on Instagram the other day, she said, "It's not that I'm doing a before and after. It's this is who I'm becoming." Oh. And I thought, oh yeah, we're just always becoming. Yeah. And if we're becoming healthier, great in yeah. every way. Yeah. On Absolutely. on. So there's been a time where my body was different, and and someone broke up with me. And my mm. counselor and I had this really important conversation where she was like, you remember how you always thought this was the thing that would give you exactly what you wanted? Mm. Look how it didn't. Right. And it has been, and it was transforming for me to go like, hey, listen, God loved me. God loves me whenever. Right. Other people love me. No, my body isn't determining yeah. how people feel about me. It's actually probably only determining what I feel about Oh, me. yeah, how you see yourself. Right. Absolutely. Right. Because no. then when he broke up with me and, and right when I thought I was my healthiest, I yeah. was not my healthiest emotionally or spiritually right. and not even in my body, honestly. But it was really interesting. My counselor was like, that's good, right? Because, look, God didn't give you exactly what you wanted, so he doesn't even reward you for mm-hmm. this. For checking that off the list the right. way you thought. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? It really is. It is. It's the kindness of God Kind- oh, for yeah. us to pursue health. And to be reminded at the same, to hold both. Yeah, I'm pursuing the healthiest version of me, spirit, soul, body, and He loves me today. Yeah, yeah, just as much as before. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's those 42 steps, right? Like we're gonna take 42 steps toward being healthier in every way. Long obedience in the same direction. Oh, listen, just, that's, that's that's what our life is supposed that's to be like, no matter what we do, right? Yeah, like I mean, following Jesus, it is it is a long obedience in the same direction. Yeah. and and, and it, you may not feel as fulfilled with the. You know, 30th step as you do with the fourth step. Yeah. But it's still, it's still worth something to yes. take the step. It's yes. still worth something to move in that direction. Yeah, so yeah. We're trying to cheer people on, man. Yeah, I've, I've been listening to Andy Crouch lately, and I'm my guess is that our friends listening have heard me say this by the time they're hearing me, me yeah. say this. But he talks about the difference between a device and an instrument. And he says, a device, you push a button, you get exactly what you want. Right. An instrument requires transformation to get what you want. So oh, to play the guitar, you yeah. actually, to make music, you actually have to learn an instrument. The instrument partners with you to create something. Right. A device, we just go, I want to play music, so play. Yeah. And I use right. PayPal, which is a device, to yes. pay an instrumentalist to play for me because yeah. I can't play guitar. <laughs> you did not get out of here. <laughs> but it is that, I mean, it's what we're talking about. It is a long obedience in the same direction mm. when we see our spiritual growth as instrument, not as device. Yeah. Right? We, we can't flip over and open walking free and it be a button we push to be changed. Right. We are, this is an instrument yeah. that is walking with us toward freedom. Yeah. So what do we do if we get to day 12? I'm making this up. Yeah. Day 32. And we are mad at you or we are stuck or we don't want to turn the page. What do we do? I mean, you wrote the forward. So <laughs> emails can go to Annie at... No, no. Annie at MicahTyler.com. Just, I, can, can I just not say, a real email. I guarantee you that I will have been just as frustrated the, the day before. Yeah. Because I, 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 when I write the rule, I have two rules when I'm writing music. And I, I've lived by this for the whole time I've been writing music now. And, yeah. I, and I try to apply it to this book. My two rules are rule number one, everything that I write, that you ever hear on a on a, a Spotify playlist from me, uh, if I'm at a concert singing into a microphone, every word has been filtered and sifted through scripture. Because if yeah. it doesn't line up with that, yeah. it's not worth me handing to anybody else. Yes. I wouldn't give it to my children. It's not it's not something good. So I, I want to make sure that, so we line, every, I'm, I'm having pastors look at songs. I'm trying to make sure that everything is just right where it's supposed to be. Yes. So this book is the same thing. We were asking yes. people like, I was like, hey. Here's what I, I, here's how I'm reading the scripture. Is mm-hmm. this interpretation? You feel like this is, and so we had to yeah. change some things because we're really trying to, to to vet that way. And the second thing is, I've got these two eyes, and I've got this heart, and I've got these feet. And so, so wherever the Lord is allowing me to see, then that is purposeful. Yeah. Whatever the Lord is allowing me to feel with my heart, that is purposeful. And wherever yeah. my feet are led to, wherever I go, wherever I'm standing, That's like good. that that heart and that feet are sitting right above that. I yes. mean, the, my heart and my eyes are sitting right above those feet. Yes. So I try to write like time capsules. So, so when you hear a song, I may not be able to tell you like what I had for lunch that day or what I was wearing that day or what even day of the week it was. But I guarantee you, I can listen to a song and, and I can go all the I can tell you what my heart was doing that day. Wow. What God was teaching me in that moment. So it really, when I go back and listen to my own music, it's like opening up little time capsules. Yeah. Like, like, like I'm, I have a photo album in my lap and I'm yep. going back and saying like, oh, this is what God was showing me then. This yeah. is what God was teaching me. So with the book, I'm, I'm writing words on uh, when we're writing this whole thing out. I'm writing words down going like, God, 
I know we're working on this together right now. And so I'm going to write this in faith, knowing that on the day when this step comes up for me, I'm going to be pretty frustrated too. But but I know that it's good because it lines up with scripture. I know you're showing it to me right now. And I trust that even if I don't see it right now, just because the clouds cover up the stars doesn't mean they're not shining up there. Right. And so it's like, let's, let's, let's just go. I'm going to believe that the step that I take, even if I can't see the ground that I'm on, is solid because it's yeah. a promise from you. Yeah. It's a truth, it's a truth yeah. of yours. So. That's weird that you didn't call me about the theological part. <laughs> you just got all that settled, and then you asked me to write the forward. I get it. Listen, I get it. Listen, you are busy. I'd have made the same. <laughs> I'd have put it in the same order, brother. I shouldn't have been on that list at all. So. Hey, if, if you would have came well, back, done. you read the book. If you would have came back and been like, I don't agree with this, I would have taken that Listen, seriously as well. I, I have done it before. I, I have finished a book and said, I cannot write this forward. No. Yeah, so I was. It, it, it really was a huge deal that oh, you wow. you you put that in. And at the top of the book now, it says New York Times bestselling author Annie F. Downs. But I, I think I messaged you this. But like, this would be probably the only time that I ever have New York Times bestseller <laughs> on any book that I ever write. So I'll take it. It was perfect. Yeah, I gave it to you. I hope it. Like, can we make that bigger? Yeah. Can we make that Annie's name a smidge smaller? But can yeah. we make the New York Times part <laughs> a little bit bigger? Okay. So a lot of our friends listening are reading the Gospels every month with us. Yeah. Why does scripture matter so much to you? Like, no matter where someone is in their faith, why is reading anything in the Bible? For us, it's, it's so much of the Gospels this year, but why do you test everything through that? How are you sure the Bible's true? Well, I, I, I'll say this. There are days where I have experienced and I've seen the truth of the scriptures. Yeah. And there are days where I have to have the faith that it's true, even if I can't see it. Yes. And, and what I have learned in my life is that on the days where I can't see it and I trust faithfully. I've never, somebody told me this um, when I first started to do music, because we talked about this in the podcast when I did the live show, but I was 27, been leading worship for like friends in, in the area. But like yeah. not, I wasn't try. I didn't have a record deal. I didn't have a, you know, a bus picking us up. But we felt this calling step out into music, which was just like, I mean, there are very few roads that lead from Buna, Texas to Nashville, yeah, Tennessee, yeah. let alone paved ones. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like just trying to figure that. So, but right. when we stepped out and trusted the Lord in that in that season, that was all that was that was all blind steps in a direction that we thought we were being called to. But I had someone that had been had raised her family in like a Southern gospel group. So yes. her name's Connie Northam, and so Connie and Bruce Northam, and they had three girls, and they basically raised these girls on a bus. Yeah. They missed their proms. They they all they like they did school on the bus. Yeah. So these girls traveled in the country, and Connie she came to our church right before I was stepping away from doing youth ministry to do this thing full time. And yeah. she, so she came to the church, and we've known each other for a couple of years. They always come through and do like a revival or something. And so we had this conversation and she said, uh, she goes, so you're, so you're stepping out. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, yeah. give me tips. She said, here's the best thing I tell you. When you look forward, it's always scary. Mm-hmm. It just, it just looking forward is scary because you don't know what's going to come next. She yeah. said, if the Lord would take me back 20 years ago and, and I go back to young 20 years ago, Connie and said, Hey, here's. Here's the next 20 years from you. Mm-hmm. Here's all the times the bus is going to break down. Yeah. Here's all the wow. times the kids are going to break down. Yeah. Here's all the times that your marriage is going to yeah. be feel feel strained and trouble. She, she, and here's how it's going for the next 20 years. She said, I would have never signed up for that. Mm. But right now, when I look back at everything, I wouldn't do it any different. She said, because looking forward, when it looks like sacrifice, you will always look back and see the faithfulness of God. Wow. And so so wow. I, I have I have repeated that to myself yes. daily yes. For, for, for 12 years of doing music and everything. And yeah. so for, for me, scripture is just this, it's this vetted thing. It's this, it is this solid ground. Yeah. It is this thing that God has ordained for us to be able to apply to our lives. And the promises are never dis, like the truth inside of God's promises never change because of the difficulty in our situations. They just right. are true. That's right. They are just solid ground. So it doesn't yeah. matter how we we are conditional. Yes. We are yes. frail. We are vapor in the wind. Yes. But this, but scripture is this thing that's like, no, this is a firm foundation. Mm-hmm. Put your feet here. Grasp a hold of it. If yeah. you feel like that gravity has let up, yeah. scripture is going to hold you to the ground. That's right. You will not you will not fly off anywhere and be dismayed when you're grasping and holding on to the word of God because it's true no matter what. Yeah, I say to my friends a lot, like, don't let your circumstances tell you about God. Let God tell you about your circumstances. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because if my if I believe my circumstances, <laughs> I mean, what hope do we have at all if we believe what our story tells right. us in while we're sitting in it or looking forward? Looking back, we see God's faithfulness. Yeah. But today, I don't know. No. And so you go like, okay, well, what I know about God that's true 
will reflect on my story. I can't let my story go. Well, this is what God is like because of yeah. what you're living today. Well, and, and like so, so in the book, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very clear about this. Yeah. My, my brother's in his third battle of cancer right yes, now. Like I, I mean, I we, we're I'm taking so him sorry. to. Well, here's the deal, though. Annie, it's crazy because 2017 was the hardest year of my life because that's whenever Hurricane Harvey put 40 inches of rain on that little mobile home we were living in and we had to replace four of the rooms in in that in that thing. And then my brother Daniel, six weeks later, was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer, given two years to live. They're giving him chemo that was going to literally they they thought he was going to lose like limbs if he if he survived the chemo, you know, they would give him some more years before the cancer took him. Right. But here's the deal. We're battling cancer again right now, and it is still so hard, and it is devastating, and it is difficult, and it is not fair. But I trust Jesus more now because Mm -hmm. of cancer back in 2017. Wow. And so we walk. my brother walks into this thing again. No, he he never said, God, give me the cancer back. (laughs) Never. We're asking for the relief in that. But. But there is there's something that God has proven to himself because scripture stood up in 2017 yep. and said, this is what you are. You are to walk without fear. You yeah. are to walk in the faith of the one who walks with you. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we do that. So then it came back in 2020. Yeah. And we we're like, you know what, though? We trust Jesus already. Yeah. No matter what. So we're going to just. So it was still hard. And so it's not like this is like easy to do right now. Yes. But yes. there is. But there is this foundation because scripture has been made alive in us because it is alive. Yes. So we get to. Yes. So that's what the, the whole book was me going like, OK, what scriptures, what portions of the Bible, what stories inside of here have spoken something to my yeah. chest yes. that is that is that is making me walk differently today. Yeah. And so we're just trying to invite yeah. people to say, like, hey, let's see what the scripture does in our lives today. When we, yeah. we believe that it's true. We believe that it's there for, for our hearts. And we, are belie- we, we believe that it is there to point us on how we can give God glory. Lou Giglio had one of my favorite quotes. God puts breath inside of us so that we can offer it back to him. Oh, wow. Like the breath that he, he puts breath in, yeah. everyone's counted. We don't ask for them. Yes. They're just, they're just put, we didn't ask for a single, you listen to this podcast right now, have not asked for any of the breaths that God's given you. Yeah. But when we bring them in, we have this opportunity now to speak curses or to speak blessing. Wow. We have this opportunity to speak life or speak death. We can hold the breath in fear. Yeah. Or we could confess to someone I'm afraid. Yeah. But then, but then he puts another breath in there right after it that yeah. we can say, what do we do now? Yes. Okay. Okay, God, you put you, you keep there's purpose attached to every breath. And scripture does that. Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, not by snapping his finger or clapping his hands. With his breath, he yes. spoke, let there be light. Yes. Adam laid on the ground. He's made of mud, right? He's he's laying there just a body. God doesn't snap his fingers or clap his hands. He breathes breath into his nostrils and the man rose. Ezekiel full of dry bones out there, right? Yeah. What is he going to do? Breathe the breath in the bones. He brings them to life. Bethlehem, the breath of God fills the lungs of a baby. And all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden, everything changes. Yes. And then Jesus' breaths are accounted for on the cross. Yeah, He's up right. there. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And yeah. every breath is measured and counted. And then the breath stopped for three days. And then the breath of Jesus filled his lungs again. And he yeah. walks out of the tomb. Yeah. And the whole time I'm telling you this story right now, God keeps putting breaths in our lungs. Yes. So how are we going to use the breath? Can we can we use it to worship him? Say, I trust mm-hmm. you even though I don't understand. So that's just the, the Lord's continually teaching me about like, okay, if I'm taking a breath right now, whether I ask for it or not, there's purpose attached to it. What am I going to do with it? Yes. So I, I do? have 2022, my family, my little nephew passed away. Yeah. And and so death has been up close yeah. in, in a way it never has before. And there are mornings I wake up and I'm like, I am still breathing. Mm-hmm. Like I, it just is, it has been very sobering and very this story of yeah. I have, I, I have another day. Right. I we I saw a car accident uh, this weekend driving to a wedding and back, and there were no ambulances. It was only police. And the car had flipped over into the embankment, and there had been people trying to help, but clearly they had not called an ambulance. Right. And I just thought, any day. Right. Any day. We aren't promised anything. No. And so what am I going to do today? What, are we gonna what do am today? I going to do today? <laughs> because yeah. we are not promised, right? I mean, yeah. it is it is such a gift. And I mean, as you're describing all that breath stuff, it makes me think about when Jesus was on the cross and they they pierced his lung. They literally tried to take his breath. Take the breath. Sure. Had that to make is sure. Unbelievable. Yeah. And and like like he's he's up there on the cross and and all those breaths being accounted for. What does he do with them? He builds relationships. He says, yeah. mother, this is your son. Son, yeah. this is your mother. Taking care of his mom down there, right? Yeah. He is forgiving. He's telling the thief, you'll be with me in paradise. Yeah. So he's yeah. showing just a grand 
just love and, and reconciliation there. He is saying, he is putting purpose saying it is finished. Yeah. And then he is, you know, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Like he is right. even showing grace and mercy to the ones who are about to put the spear up through his side. Yeah. Jesus, goodness yeah, gracious. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. So if he, if the same God that put breath in the lungs of Jesus, that, that the same God who put the breath in the lung of Paul and, and of Moses and of Noah, there's no difference between you and Noah and Moses and Paul right now with God being purposeful with the breath that he puts inside yeah. of you, right? Yeah. But how we use it is, use is it. how we're going to do. Yeah, so that's right. Hey, friends, just taking a quick break from this conversation to tell you about another one of our amazing partners, Thistle Farms. My friends at Thistle Farms have a saying, love is the most powerful force for change in the world. And man, I believe it. Valentine's Day is coming up, you guys. Love, love, love. And this year, I invite you to show a little extra love by giving one of Thistle Farms' amazing candles or body scrubs or their luxurious body butter. You guys, that stuff is to die for. Thistle Farms' beautiful products help fund their mission of creating a safe place for women survivors to heal from trafficking and exploitation. Through their program, women receive free housing, trauma therapy, and meaningful employment. Y'all, none of this would have been possible without the support of people like you. During the holidays, my team and I had the privilege of spending time at their headquarters here in Nashville. We were so inspired by the dignity and care they infuse into all of the women in their programs, and we had an absolute blast. The volunteer coordinator who shared some of her own story with us, she was amazing, and the healing she has found through Thistle Farms is incredible. Your purchase has direct impact like that. We saw it with our own eyes. So I encourage you, friends, to visit thistlefarms.org because you are sure to find jewelry, gift sets, and apparel as gifts that will perfectly display your love and that supportive healing in the lives of countless women at the same time. And don't forget to use my special code, that sounds fun, for 15% off at checkout. Again, that's thistlefarms.org, and it's 15% off with that sounds fun. And now let's go back and finish up with Micah. Ezekiel and the Dry Bones. I want to watch that video. Oh, I wish Mel Gibson made a few more movies. What is that? What happened? Did those people come back to life? What did they think? I I mean, I saw the funniest meme of uh, an angel telling Lazarus he had to go back to Earth. Being like, I hate to tell you this, dude, but you're going back. This is just an Airbnb stay for you. That's it. That's it. This is not your home. That's it. And I thought that about the the Valley of Dry Bones. I'm like, all those were people. They weren't just bones. They were people who had died. Right. right? But do you know how cocky Lazarus must have been when When he came came back? back? He's kind of like, what are you going to do? He's like, y'all know I've been through this. <laughs> yeah. So we good. Like I'm I smelled me when yeah. I woke up. Yeah, that's you know? right. It's like, we're, right. I'm good. Like that's it's fine. Right. That's right. I can't wait to be friends with him. That's going to be, I mean, there's so many people we're going to oh. be like, I have read about you my whole life. Do you know who I'm pumped to meet? Me? Like of, yeah. of all, in the, it, it, I, he's like the B character in the nativity story. One of my favorite characters. And we write boy. about in the book, the little drummer boy. Yes. <laughs> him. Just I just need to start a band. Simeon. Oh, I know. Simeon, Anna. who is oh. just weeping and going, my eyes have I've seen. I've waited. The, oh, yes. He's my dude. Like, yeah. I, when I, I, I can't wait to get to that part in Luke 2 when I'm reading through. Because, like, yeah. he's, he's my dude. So we, he, he's got a chapter yes. in the book. Yes. Because it's just, because, again, this is a guy who I can't imagine how many babies got carried into the temple. Yeah. That he just kind of looks up and down and goes like, no, not, not him. Yeah. <laughs> not him. But when he does, when yes. he does hold Jesus and yes. he knows the waiting was worth it. Yeah. So right now, like I'm, I'm praying that some of these steps we take may just feel like practice for when the game day actually shows up. Yeah, that's it. So maybe we're moving that's the it. motions. Maybe we're training our hearts on how we're supposed to, how it's going to feel one day, what, yes. what it's going to be like. Yes. And then, and then when it's time to take that step, we've been conditioned. Like we're, we, there were muscles there that we didn't know we had. That's because right. Because we're ready to take those things. That's right. right. That's right. That That is our spiritual life is building muscles that we don't know we're going to need to help be a part of the next thing God wants to do. Oh, yeah. And to help us survive the thing. The, I, I don't know if I said this on the pod when we were on there before doing the live show, but my wife and I built a house uh, at the very beginning of the pandemic, yeah. right? It's the first time in our marriage we lived on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> okay? yeah. Because we lived in an apartment when we first got married. Yeah. The parson was like a little pier and beam home when we were a youth pastor, when I was a youth pastor. Then we bought a single wide mobile home. Yeah. And so so the first time that we lived on the ground where you couldn't hear, like people snuck up on you yeah. and that was a new thing for us. Yeah. Because typically you heard boom, 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 boom when they come <laughs> near you and everything. So all of a sudden I just heard them like, oh my gosh, where'd you come from? Because it's very sneaky in that house. But the first six months, you, we could just find each other at, at any moment of the day just weeping mm. because because here's the deal for 17 years of our marriage we've never had 
what we now have. And I was so much more grateful to live in that house than I would have been if God would have given it to me when we first got married. Yes. When I signed a record deal at 33 years old, yeah. I was so much more grateful than I would have been at 23. Right. So right now, maybe God is maybe God is teaching you how to long yeah. so that when it comes, like one of the greatest gifts that God can give us is need. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because when we feel like we don't need Jesus, we're in trouble. Yeah, that's right. But in those moments where you have a storm raging around you or there is disease in your family or yeah. you are you are feeling things crackling around you yeah. and you have this this cry out to the Lord. Isaiah says his voice is not too faint to hear and his arm mm. is never too short to reach you. Yes. Like he he's he's so when we have that need, it puts us in a situation where God gets to be God. Yes. And gets to show you I am a firm foundation. Yeah. I am watching over you. Yeah. I am filling up the situation and I am all around you. Yeah. That's I am right. a small voice and I am also the king of the universe. That's right. I will hold you. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Okay, what do we not say about walking free that we need to say? I don't it's know. available. It's available. That's what we need it's, to say. It's, it's, it's available at all the the places. It's yeah. at you know all the bookstores. All the, uh, the yeah. audio books going to be up on all the things. Yeah. So like, yeah, people just. That's I mean, great. and like I said, be, be on the lookout on socials. We're going to try to build a community and, and do the whole thing there. Yes. We're like we're cheering yes. each other on and stuff, and hopefully, you know, we'll just have some. We'll have some, some some. I'm trying to arrange some people to pop in. Yeah. Hint, hint. Hey, I'm interested. Maybe just be like, hey, how can you encourage somebody yes. on the retracing this yes. week kind of thing? Yes. So we're we're trying to build something where it's like, hey. Nobody walks alone. Yeah, let's, that's let's, it. Let's do it. We what we say with our hundred day things is we finish better when we finish together. Oh yeah, and that's the truth. I, I finish so many more things that I'm finishing it with other people. Yes, <laughs> yeah. than by myself for sure. So yeah, um, I'll tell you what I always tell our first time author friends because uh, we are surprised everyone. We're not recording this on the exact day that you're hearing this. Yeah, we're recording this a little bit before your book comes out a few weeks. Um, and. What I always say is you and your wife and your kids and wherever your best friends, all your people, y'all need to celebrate on Monday night before the book comes out Tuesday. Okay. And here's why. Because once the book comes out, it's not yours anymore. It's everybody's. Yeah, oh, sure. So you kind of let go. And you know that with albums, mm. you let go of the right. ownership a little bit. Yeah. It becomes this shared thing. But also, the world will tell you to celebrate what happens after something's released in the world. And what God says is you've already done the work. You've already been mm. obedient. So celebrate before it comes out. Yeah. Because then what you're actually saying to yourself and to your people is the obedience has already happened. What God does with it now and up to me. Right. But So That's the good. obedience has already happened, Micah. You already did the work. So I hope you all will celebrate yeah. before the night before it comes out. Because that's when, that's that's when your job is done. Right. I mean, we get to talk about it. You get to tell people totally. it exists. But your obedience is done. Yeah. So come celebrate on. that. Okay. Um, okay, the last question we always ask, as you know, well, I will tell people you showed up here with a gift <laughs> where I got the exactly what you told us what sounded fun to you last time. time. Mm-hmm. What you told you was the crime. mystery, yeah, crime games. You showed up and gifted them to me. I did. So, a of, I told you a couple of cases that my wife and I have cracked already, yes. but apparently they're back on the loose. Well, listen, you here's put them the, I've got some new rhythms I'm trying this year. It's not a New Year's resolution, it's yep. more of an experiment sure. of what would happen if I used my free time differently. And games are going to be part of what I'm bringing in. So, yeah. and this, this is, is a, not a game, though. I apologize. Well, no, 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 no. This Listen, is a crime I, to solve. It just it depends on how you look at it. But like, I mean, we're walking free in this book, but we're <laughs> shutting right. down the freedom of the perps. That's right. That's, that's what you right. got to do, Andy. We need you on the case. So I'm on ready. Case. Okay, so because the show is called that sounds fun. Tell yeah. me what else sounds fun to you. So we're we're we're, we're taping this before Christmas. Yeah. Right. Something that we I, I love being a dad. Yeah, like being a dad and a husband is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, I, I, if 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 I could make do it, make a living out of just doing this, yeah. like that's what I would. I would just yeah. be a dad all the time. And so we started doing something about ten years ago. Or, yeah, about ten years ago with my oldest called Dad Adventure Day. Okay, because I travel all the time, and so for their birthdays though, I try my hardest to be home. Yeah. And so it all started with my son that right before he turned like nine, he or eight. So it was been like eight or nine years ago. He said, um, he goes, you know, I've never been out of the state of Texas before. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, we got to change that. Yeah. And so for his birthday, we drove to Louisiana. We did something yeah. he'd never done before. Yeah. And so, it, which is like 30 minutes from our house. Okay. Yeah. Like we just drove across the border and he'd never seen a PG-13 movie before. Okay. So he we went and saw a Marvel movie. Ah, and, and, and so then it turned into like, okay, what if, what if we try to try to take an adventure on every birthday? And it's yeah. small as like, yeah. I've, Local. I, it was something that I can do this, whatever. So it's kind of turned into a, uh, we, 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 our motto for our family is we sacrifice as a family, so we celebrate as a family. Oh, so wow. if dad's going to go out and have to fly all over the country and miss recitals and stuff like that, yeah. then those airline points will go towards something off. that we're going to do yeah, for fun. Yeah, that's great. So we're, we're, 
because of COVID, we had to shut down our adventures. We had yeah. to really kind of minimize them. Yeah. And so so we're going to, for Christmas this year, they're getting Big Dad Adventure Days. Oh, so wow. How many s- kids remind me? Three? Three, yeah. yeah. So my youngest is way into Legos. Uh-huh. So we're going to Legoland. No. Just me and him. Oh, For like two gosh. days in Florida. Then I fly back, Sweet. okay? <laughs> I swap suitcases with my wife. I yep. pick up my daughter. We go back to the airport. Two hours away. I'll be listening to the podcast. Yes. We'll get there. And then we fly to New York. And she's like a she loves Broadway and stuff. Yeah. So we got Hamilton and Family. Have Opera's. you seen it I, I, in New York? Not in real, not in real life. Dude, I know that's what we're doing. <laughs> that we're not ready. We're not. And she, but so she's good. got the vinyl. Like she's the whole thing. Yeah. And then Family of the Opera is is shutting down on Broadway this year. Yeah. So again, I'm using points for hotels, yes, points for yes, flights, yes, everything. Yes. And you can my, also use money. There's no shame in saying no, no, you paid for things. Well, I, I paid you for tickets. You worked really hard. We, so. we, we did. We, that's true. And that's <laughs> I don't want you to feel any shame sitting here and saying, "Here's what I'm able to pay for my family." No. So we did that, and then so then I fly back with her and then me and my, my oldest are flying to Los Angeles uh-huh. and we're going to a Lakers game. Oh, great. And, and so he gets to watch LeBron James yeah, of course. and they're playing the Mavericks which is like Luka Doncic. It's yes. like the two guys are like on the, the different ends of their careers Yes, and they were staying an extra night and the Clippers play in the same arena so yes. we're going to watch the Clippers play the Nuggets and like Nicole. Oh my gosh, four teams. So it, it, we're going to watch, he's going to watch like seven future Hall of Famers in two days. So that is awesome. So, and they have no idea. So they're getting that for Christmas. Like, oh my gosh, they don't even know yet? No. So, so we're and then we're all yeah. So it's like they're, for Christmas, so they're gonna get little cool. suitcases. They're gonna open up with clues. And they're like, "What is this?" And say, "Hey, we're making up Dad Adventure Day. Everybody, get ready because My we're about God. to be good." So like, I, it is so hard to not tell them all How? everything right now I'd be losing my mind because me and my wife are just sitting there and I'm like get, I'm like, oh my gosh okay we can go to this restaurant because it'll have yeah. this thing and like they yeah. love this so we're just trying to like okay wh- let's my son's never been to California yeah. my daughter's never seen Hamilton in person yes. and my youngest is obsessed with Legos in the house but he gets to go- walk into a world of yes. Legos so we're adventurous so that to me so planning this trip cool. is what's bringing me all the joy. And yes. this is my last thing of the year. So I'm about yeah. to rest. And rest sounds real fun too. Yeah. I am dying, y'all, getting to do all that. It's that a, is so fun. It's so fun. What a great thing. I, I My dad took me to an Atlanta Hawks game against <laughs> Chicago. And I saw Michael Jordan. Oh play. my gosh! And I will never forget that my dad. I've have said this before on here, but some of my friends that we sit together at Nashville soccer matches, he the dad brings his kids a lot. Mm. And I always say, as a kid, I remember thinking, why is my dad bringing us when he could bring his friends? Oh, like I just remember thinking right. how special it was that he picked us yeah. when he could have brought his friends to games. And oh. so your your sons and your daughter are going to be like. Dad could have taken mom or anybody else, any right. of his buddies, and he chose to take us. And, and like, that I'm just, I matter. can't wait for just the two of us, I like know. boarding the plane. And like, because yeah. to me, that's what I'm not, I, I can watch basketball on TV. Yeah. I can build Legos in our house. Sure. I can watch, watch you know, listen to music. Yeah. But it's going to be watching them watch these things. That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. part. It's like, I get to watch you take an adventure. Yes. So, like, Dad Adventure Day is like my, you know, that's that's the thing that I'm really gearing up for. And I could not do all that without my wife being like, oh, my gosh, let's make it. And she's not even yeah, to do it. Yeah. She's going to be at home just cheering us on and, like, making sure they're making up the school they miss when that's they get right, back home. That's and right. stuff. So she's the she's the MVP in the whole thing. But, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty riled up by right that's now. That's awesome. Well, thanks for writing this book. I think it's, again, it's called Walking Free, Taking Small Steps to a Big God. It's uh, I would not have written the foreword. I barely do forewords. Mm. I would not have written it if I didn't think this would be exactly what my friends would enjoy reading. Come on. And how and it would affect their lives the way it did mine. I loved it. So thanks for writing it. I'm super grateful, Annie. Thanks and so much I'm glad to be me. your friend. Thanks for coming on here. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. So, so next time is that a, 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 a brooch this time? The brooch is this time. But next time is okay. uh, the the watch. The watch. The fifth yeah. time's the jacket. Okay. That's so good. I'm sorry the brooch is so feminine, but no, 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 it no. looks beautiful. I, on listen, you. I, who am I? <laughs> it's all fun to me. <laughs> Oh, you guys, isn't he the best? Listen, this is such a great devotional. I barely write forwards. You need to know I barely write forwards. But this was irresistible to me. I so believe in this book and I so believe in Micah. So grab your copy of Walking Free. Get a couple for the people in your life. When you are thinking Easter baskets, this is the one. So grab a few copies, put them in. You know, you have that little drawer where you have like a gift that you're keeping in case you need to grab a gift at last minute or when you're storing away for what's going to go in the Easter basket, you need a handful of Walking Frees in there. Listen, also follow Micah on social media so you can tell him thanks for being on the show today. What a great dude okay so we heard what sounds fun to micah and now we get to hear what sounds fun to one of you okay jana because the show is called that sounds fun tell me what sounds fun to you 
Uh, my name is Jana. I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. And right now it's been really snowy out. Yes. Um, and even though I don't like the cold and the snow, what sounds really fun is going someplace secluded, like mountains, whatever, cabin, with a hot tub and my husband and snow and stars yeah. and cozy fireplace. Good answer. Okay, but I mean, it is like very cold in Nebraska right now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. 25 degrees. Yeah, and so you, but you have to like leave your house? I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's tough. I'm sorry to tell oh, you. It's called layers. layers. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, Joe Saxton says there isn't any bad weather, just bad clothing. Yep, exactly. That is it. But you yep. would prefer hot tub, cabin, husband, snow, stars. Stars if is I a great addition. Have, if I have to have snow, I'm going to ask for all those other things. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Me too. I'm now adding those to my list of snow. I would also like a hot tub and a husband and a cabin and some stars. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Very good answer. That's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Y'all, this is one of my favorite parts now is getting to have these conversations with you guys. It is so fun. Listen, if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is going to the movie theater. I love going to the movie theater. So my next move is I'm going to get my app out for our local movie theater and see if there's something I would like to see. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday with the lovely Jennifer Rothschild. Oh, I love her. Y'all do too. We'll see y'all then. Have a good weekend.